Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Welcome to You Made Me Watch. This is a podcast where me, Mike Bobbitt, and my wife... My wife, Allison Bobbitt, make each other watch movies the other has never seen before. And this week, Allison made me watch Mrs. Doubtfire. You made me watch. Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something I didn't like. Next time we'll watch. What did you think? I really liked it a lot. I had a feeling I was probably going to because I thought it was going to be one of those odd or one of those perfect blends of Robin Williams doing something heartfelt because I knew it focused around a divorce and also something very silly because everything I know about it is that he riffed like crazy while... In mm-hmm. the Doubtfire character. Yeah. I was a little worried that it was going to have one of those like really cheesy Hollywood happy endings. Yeah. Where Sally Field realizes, no, he can be a good dad. And then they get back together again. But she kind of does. She doesn't. They don't get back together. But she does realize he can be a good dad. Yes. Yes. He, he ends up growing up a lot. I do think it's kind of funny that the studio pushed for that ending and screenwriter Randy Mayhem Singer Mm -hmm. was like, no, absolutely not. That's not the story I want to tell. And they were like, okay, so they fired her and they tried to make it work with a happy Hollywood ending Mm -hmm. and they couldn't. So they hired her back. And uh, they let her do her original ending. And I I think one of the reviews I read of this from, I think, denofgeek.com said that, you know, this came out right around the same time as Philadelphia. And they're both Mm -hmm. pretty groundbreaking movies because they're both mainstream movies where Philadelphia is a movie that's educating the masses on AIDS. Mm Mm-hmm which there really wasn't anything like no. that at the time. Mm-mm. Mrs. Doubtfire is a movie that really educates kids about divorce. Yes. Because ultimately, this is a couple that ends up getting divorced. Getting divorced and staying divorced. Yes. Um, Because, like you said, Hollywood endings, you know, parents will get divorced, but get back together in the end, and that fills kids' heads with a lot of, well, maybe mom and dad will get back together. Yeah, a lot of false hope. Yeah. The acting of the three kids, oh my God. It's really good. And Mara Wilson, 
Those eyes. I know. Holy shit. She's such a sweet little angel. And she's, um, obviously she's an adult now. Yeah, I know she's an adult now, but she may be my new favorite (laughs) child actor. She's really great as a child actor. And she, you know, decided as she got older, she's like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to do this. I I think she's gotten back into acting. She's she's doing um, some entertainment stuff, I think. Mm. She might still be acting. She might have gotten back into acting, but she did take herself out for a while. Because... She was like, oh, no, I don't want to be a child star like that. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. On the rewatch, I will say, I did get a little bit mad because they really make Sally Fields the villain. Not that there's necessarily a villain. I think she does a good job of being understanding and being like, okay, he did something absolutely insane. And it was a total violation of like boundaries and trust. But I get why he did it kind of a thing. I felt that some of the day players, like the woman playing Sally Field's lawyer, mm-hmm. was definitely on a different page than Sally Field, where during the hearings, yeah. Sally Field looked very sympathetic, where the lawyer was like, yeah, we yeah. got him, like, We took him for all he's worth, you yeah. know? I I think I got a little bit bummed out at the end when Sally Field is talking to robin williams on the set of the show Mm -hmm. and he's like oh yeah you just you know and he's like yelling at her and i'm like you did something insane right you don't get to yell at her like that yeah so that made me a little bit mad where i was like no you are totally wrong like yes she took your kids away and that was shitty but all you needed to do was all the stuff that you did without deceiving everyone Maybe she had a point, you know, kind of a thing. But have, have you watched any of the deleted scenes of this? No, I haven't. So there are about a half hour of deleted scenes, and they are not all of the infamous. Oh, him being funny and Doubtfire outtakes. Yeah, that I guess a lot of them were like rated R. Oh yeah, like I heard. I had heard that. Yeah, and the few outtakes that we've watched of J- Jumanji, you know, he definitely doesn't really give a shit if there's kids oh yeah no said or not a, a lot of the deleted scenes just kind of show him and her fighting more and it kind of bogged down the tone of the movie so i think maybe that kind of would help the ending not seem so out of place mm-hmm. because you kind of needed that scene yeah but if you saw more scenes of them, like there's a scene where like Mara Wilson is in a spelling bee mm-hmm. and they just start fighting in the audience mm. and it just fucks her up and everything. And there's, yeah. I, I did watch one scene where um, Lisa Jacob, who plays the older Eldest daughter, daughter yeah. is just kind of like pleading with Robin Williams on outside the house. Just like, why can't you act like our dad? You know? Yeah. And he's like, because I am your dad. It's not an act. I am your dad. Mm -hmm. And it's like a really heartfelt scene. But, you know, it's also one of those things where she's like, just pull it together, man. Yeah. Just, you know, fake it till it's real, sort of. And, um, yeah, it's... um, It's one of those movies where, you know, I know a lot of, you know, the the way that the plot ends up and the way that it goes is, is, it's Hollywood. mm -hmm. You know, you kind of you have to have these forgiving things and, you know, you do kind of have to 
do wacky stuff, you know, for it to be entertaining. There's, it's still a movie. It's still, you know, entertainment. He does grow up. He just does it in this totally insane way. Yeah. Yeah. The plot, real quickly, is Robin Williams, Sally Field have three kids. He's a voice actor. So I guess this does actually kind of piggyback nicely from the last movie that we watched. The uh, I Know That Voice. He ends up getting fired because he has convictions. He doesn't want to do a voice for a, a, a cartoon character that's smoking. And enjoying smoking. And enjoying smoking. Yeah. And he, he's just kind of like a man boy. And yeah, and he wants to be his kid's best friend. Yeah, and it, which makes Sally Field end up being the disciplinarian the and the bad parent, the bad cop. And they just aren't on the same page no. at all. And, you know, they're not acting as a team. And no. she falls out of love with him. Yeah. And they end up getting divorced. And he has to get his life together because he doesn't have a home, doesn't have a job. Yeah. And uh, so he ends up coming up with it. And he only is allowed to visit the kids on Saturdays. Yeah. So he comes up with this plan to become the Scottish nanny, Mrs. Doubtfire, with the help of his brother, who is a special effects artist played by uh, Harvey Firestein. Firestein. <laughs> and um, so he goes undercover and yeah. Sally Field ends up meeting an old flame. They still have chemistry. Yeah. And Robin Williams ends up working for sort of like a PBS type station. And there's an educational show on there and, uh, at the end, he ends up getting the job hosting the show because the person who's hosting it is just not very good. Yeah, he's it. just a, an old timer yeah. who who has zero charisma. And, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. it. It makes me kind of along the lines of when we talked about Home Alone, mm -hmm. also directed by Chris Columbus. Yeah, <laughs> off a of John Hughes script that time. Mm -hmm. It makes you kind of. You know, they talk about how a movie's written three times, once when it's written, once when it's shot, and once in editing. In edit, yeah. And it kind of makes you realize how good Chris Columbus is at forming a movie. Yeah. Because this could have gone all over the place. I found an oral yeah. history with Scott Capurro, who plays Harvey Firestein's husband, mm -hmm. and he talks about how they did, like, other makeup tests like uh ivana trump and stuff like that and mm -hmm. chris columbus was like oh yeah that's funny it's not right for this movie but yeah that's funny yeah it was the only oral history i could really find yeah for this and um scott capurro was pretty happy about it. the movie does have some pretty transphobic jokes but scott capurro yeah. was also talking about how at the time as a gay actor he got to play an out character yeah who that was so incidental to the character and that was such a rarity in those days mm -hmm. uh he also tying it into star wars does one of the voices of the pod racer announcers oh yeah along with greg proops also from san francisco oh that's so cool yeah yeah it was um yeah, they, I mean, yes, they live in San Francisco, which even in the 90s, you know, was very, like, um, queer friendly. But, you know, this is a movie for middle America. Mm -hmm. The fact that, you know, 
Robin Williams has a gay brother and a gay brother who's in a relationship. And that's not like a huge plot point. It's literally just, hey, I need your help. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's hugely progressive for the time. Yeah. You just observe that about them. You, it's not even a, oh, this is my gay brother and his, you know, partner. Right. It, that's not even a thing. <laughs> yeah. I think the movie ended up meaning a lot to Harvey Firestein too. It was in development for a long time mm-hmm. to be a Broadway musical. Yes. And Harvey Firestein wrote the book for an early adaptation that ended up not taking off. Mm-hmm. But it is currently a Broadway yes, it musical is a bro- touring and coming to Detroit in November. Oh, wow. Yeah. My parents are still married, but I had a lot of friends who were children of divorce. I mean, most of my friends. Well, about half, which is the divorce rate. Um, that goes along with the national statistics. It sure does. Half. Yeah, about half. You know, we're divorced. And this was one of those movies where I was like, oh, I kind of get it. Like, it is incredibly difficult to have divorced parents. Because when your parents get divorced... It's usually not a happy time (laughs) and it's usually not happy leading up to it. You know, I I hate to, I unfortunately hate to quote this person, but I think I had heard Louis C.K. say that divorce is actually a happy thing because a good marriage doesn't end in divorce. Mm -hmm. And I do like that at the end of this movie, you do see that they are happier. Yes. It's not one of their lives is ruined or both of their lives are ruined by this. What they do is they end up making it work for their kids. You know, like Sally Field finally realizes like, yeah, no, like he's their father. He's fully capable of watching them after school while I'm at work. You know, he can do this. And, and he is finally stepping up to do, you know, what she needs him to do. Yeah, she has the line in the movie about how she's confiding in Mrs. Doubtfire that she didn't like who she was anymore around around Daniel. Yeah, around Daniel and the person that it made her and the mother that it made her. And that's a very important scene in the movie Mm -hmm. because you also realize that Daniel doesn't really care so much about her. It's just the kids that he needs. Yeah. And yeah, you really see that he's yeah. not consider he hasn't been considering yeah. her at all. Yeah, it, you're right. At the end, they both get what they want. Yeah. She gets to be a person without him. Mm-hmm. And he gets to be around the kids. Yeah. He and, gets yeah. and every day. He gets to see them, you know, probably every day now. Maybe not on the weekends all the time, but they they work it out so that, you know, they have what is set up to be a very healthy co-parenting relationship. Yep. And I think that's the goal with any divorce. You want, you know, maybe you two aren't good together and you're not even good at parenting when you're together. But maybe when you're separate, you are able to to parent better, you know, or at least support one another from a distance. Also, this is not a competition, but I was going through it in my head. I think only two of my friends in high school had divorced parents. Oh, really? Yeah. Gary Sinkowski and Kelly McGuire. 
Oh, wow. But that is half my friends because I only had four friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> no, I was very popular. I know. Very. We were popular. Very popular. No, I, it's about like, There's half a my song friends. in Wicked about me. It's called Popular. Oh, that was about you? That's yes. so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, about half my friends were divorced or, you know, had parents who were separated. Half my er- marriages have ended in divorce. Congrats. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, none of mine. None of mine. That you know of. <laughs> Jesus, I hope not. Here's another way that they avoided a cliche Hollywood Hollywoodification of mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, they There were plans... To make Stu Dunmire, played by Pierce Brosnan, a uh, mustache-twirling villain who wanted to get with Sally Field and then send her kids off to boarding school. (laughs) But they were like, no, why? Why? That that would just be weird. No. Why can't he be a a decent guy who also really likes the kids? Yeah, because that's much more the case a lot of the times when there's a there's a you know your mom's new boyfriend or your dad's yeah. new girlfriend or your yeah. dad's boy you know he's, whoever he's a successful businessman he's pierce fucking bras i know like if he didn't want a tail with some baggage then he could get different tail you know what i'm saying yeah they actually do acknowledge that in one scene that when they the kids all go to the pool at his like club or whatever mm-hmm. And one of his friends is like, what are you doing with this woman and her three kids? And he's like, "I they're great kids and she's a great woman and I want to settle down. I don't want to just chase around. You know, I want a companion and her family is wonderful. You know, like he's he yeah. acknowledges that like, no, this is like this doesn't feel like baggage to me. These this is a good person with a good family. Do you want to know his favorite scene in the movie? What? drive-by fruiting really Uh (laughs) because he's like oh this is gonna take many shots but they shot it really quickly really oh that's so funny yeah good job robin williams Mm -hmm. and who plays the bartender in that scene robin williams brother yeah his real life brother here's some uh neat trivia related to pierce brosnan lisa jacob has been in movies with two james bonds's James oh, yeah? is Bonds. James Pierce Brosnan. Uh-huh. And she's also in Beautician and the Beast with Timothy Dalton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think um, everyone can agree that Timothy Dalton is the best James Bond. Okay. <laughs> it's Sean Connery. Mm. Sean Connery. Here's my Sean Connery. It's really good. The dog's name was Indiana. You're the man now, dog. You're so good at impressions. So good. Wow. That was, I'm impressed. I knew that if I tried <laughs> to do it, it would be really bad. So I was like, I'm just going to steer really into silly. Good. That was probably a good move. <laughs> yeah, I honestly. Think so. I feel like you really saved yourself some embarrassment. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. <laughs> the middle child. <laughs> You're not wrong. The middle child was played by Matthew Lawrence, mm-hmm. who is the middle Lawrence yes. brother. Yes. Joey Lawrence, his older brother, and Andrew Lawrence, his younger brother. Mm-hmm. Andrew Lawrence was a reoccurring character on the United States of Terra. Yes. Did you watch that show? I did. That was a good show. It was a really good show. Let's praise Mara Wilson a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Her breakout role. I I think most people know her as Matilda. Mm-hmm. Yes. That also has 
Tracy Walter in it, my favorite character actor of all time. Oh, yeah. But how amazing is this? She knocks it out of the box. I never saw the movie, but it Matilda? must be good because oh, it's great. It's yeah, a great she, kids movie. You know, it's it's she's delightful. It's and great. Yeah, fan favorite movie. Mm-hmm. Her mom died while yeah. filming it. Yeah, and it's dedicated to her mom. It is. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman really like took her under their wing during the filming of that movie because. Yeah. She seems like such a well-adjusted person as an adult. I was reading interviews with her, and she just seems absolutely great. Yeah, she does. It's neat that a very talented child star avoided becoming a tragic story. Yes. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it happens sometimes. Here's another little detail about the movie that I think is pretty stunning. Mm -hmm. Age difference between Sally Field and Robin Williams. What do you think it is? Who's older? By how many years? I feel like they're both probably the same age, maybe within one or two years of each other. She's five years older than him, and it's not a plot point at all. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, they're an age-appropriate couple. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If this movie were remade today... <laughs> oh, yeah, she'd be, like, 20 years younger. Yeah, yeah no, I actually really did... Yeah, the did... dude would be 40, and the wife would be 28. Yeah. 29 yeah. tops. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. Like, uh, completely unrealistic as far as, like, how do you have children who are, some of them, teens? <laughs> um, I did really like the two of them as a couple. Like, yeah. even like even though they have to really, like, butt heads against each other, it worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they did have great chemistry. Even yeah, they though do, because they're... they have to have it when... Yeah. Robin Williams is playing Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. So they did have this amazing chemistry. And Sally Field is such a good actress. Like, she's so good. Like, she is. God, she's such a fucking good actress. We she... like her. We really like her. <laughs> um, I love how she Which is she'll... a misquote, by the way. It is a Oscar. misquote. Yeah. yeah. In any case. Yes. She... You like me. Right now, you like me. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. I, I like the way that she uh, will respond. So just like her acting style sometimes where she's like, oh, my God, the whole time. The whole time. Oh, my God. And then she just snaps and she's like, oh, my God, we have to leave. We have to go. We have to go now. We have to leave. And like the crack in her voice. Yeah. Like, I love scenes like that that she does. She has another really, really good one in Steel Magnolias. Um, okay. When Which I've never seen. It's very good. It's one of her most famous scenes. Okay. But she's leaving a cemetery, and she's having a breakdown. You're married to an old man. I used to watch and reruns The Flying Nun. Oh. Starring a very young oh, Sally the Field. The youngest, the yeah. sweet angel Sally Field. Yeah. And uh, she's always been very charming, but she just is so natural. She you know, is. like Samuel L. Jackson says in Reservoir Dogs, you got to be naturalistic. And she's naturalistic. <laughs> she is. She is. Like, you... She's someone who I've never watched and thought, wow, she's really struggling. And like, no, she's so effortless. Like, yeah. oh, God. And she is so good in this, you know? You know, Burt Reynolds called her the love of his life. They never got married. I know. She turned him down. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I know that they dated and people were like, what? Yeah. But I didn't know that he called her the love of his life. That's yeah. actually very sweet. And she said, uh, I really liked her chemistry with James Garner. 
Mm-hmm. And she said that James Garner was the best kiss of her life. Really? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Makes you think that her husband's like, oh, oh. Well, thanks. I do think it's funny how quickly Robin Williams takes off and puts on the Doubtfire makeup when in real life it took four and a half hours. Yeah. And one of the makeup people on this was V. Neal. You didn't watch that Face Off show with me. I did. Much, did yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was the woman yeah. on it. And uh, the woman judge. Mm-hmm. Who, I didn't realize this. She won an Academy Award yeah, she for did. Beetlejuice. She did. She's. Um, you know, ooh. for what movie? Beetlejuice. Be- don't say it three times. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want that to happen. But yeah, she's incredibly talented. And yes. that face off show was amazing. And those people on that show were incredibly talented I really as well. liked it because when one person would finish they would run and help like another yeah it was like because they really wanted to see something mind-blowing yeah it's like very nice robert prosky who played lundy the network executive also played a network executive in death to smoochie starring robin Robin williams Williams. about a kid show host yes that's right oh yeah i haven't seen that movie in a long time but it's it's a fun dark comedy if y'all want to watch it very fun this movie honestly i feel like it still holds up big time i think uh as far as the ad part goes i don't know how they would totally get that to work now but who knows i'm sure they would find a way to make it work so tim allen was offered both lead roles i saw that in your notes and i was like really yeah that's one that i don't think he would have been good for oh no i do have a list of some people that were considered for Daniel. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me run through some of them real quickly and uh, get your thoughts on. I'll, I'll go through the bigger ones. Okay. Uh, Harrison Ford. No, I don't think so. I don't think he's warm enough. I don't think he could have pulled off the drag either. The dra- Doubtfire part. Yeah. No. Tom Hanks, I think, could have done it. Possibly, but I don't know that he has the voice talent to yeah. do that. Well, you never watch Bosom Buddies, so. Oh, you... <laughs> I bet that's why he was considered, is because of Bosom Maybe. Buddies. That's funny. All right. Uh, Bill Murray. There's no way I would ever cast Bill Murray as a loving dad. No. Mm-mm. Same with Alec Baldwin. No. Mm-mm. I could see John Candy doing this. Yeah, I think I could see John Candy as well. Here's one that there's no way in hell. Okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, absolutely not. I'm your Australian nanny, Mrs. Doubtfire. Absolutely not. There's I'm no way. I'm your Australian nanny, Mrs. Doubtfire. No. No, he can't do voices at all. John Ritter, I think. John Ritter could have yeah. done it. Yeah. Jeff Daniels, possibly. I don't know how he would have done a Mrs. Doubtfire part, but he could have done the Daniel part, I think. Yeah. I think Jeff Daniels is one of those people who's just capable of anything. You know what? You're right. Because I, I think people, when he did Dumb and Dumber, were like, uh, are you sure? And then he was amazing in it. Like, mm-hmm. totally crushed it. I'm sure he could. You know what? I think he probably could have done it. Here's a person I could see doing the Mrs. Doubtfire part, but not the Daniel part very well. Mm-hmm. Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Bean. Ooh, yeah. No, I don't know about that. You could keep the line about, uh, he has a five o'clock shadow and it's only 8.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Clooney. 
Yeah. Yeah, George Clooney is another guy that always has a five o'clock show. He does. Oh. I could see Jim Carrey doing this, but I think it would be a very different movie. It would have been a very different movie. It would have been much more broad, I think. So some of the choices for Miranda, the Sally Field role, mm-hmm. uh, ones that I could not see happening, uh, Madonna. Absolutely not. No. It, and consider for She's Daniel not with Sean that good Penn, of an actress. I wonder if like Sean Penn and Madonna were like a package deal for this at one point in time. Oh. They were like, well, maybe we can get both of them. Um, Mary Steenburgen, I could see doing Oh, yeah, that. I could see her, for sure. I could see Gina Davis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them that I'm just like, I, I don't know. Like, it, it would really steer into, I think, as the character is written, you're right. It, the character is not written very well, but I feel like Sally Field brings a lot of mom warmth to the yeah, character. Yeah, it is very much her. Sigourney Weaver? Mm-mm. She's a little too stiff. Yeah, I think she's great. but No, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah. She's an incredible actress, but I don't think she has the same warmth that Sally Field just right. radiates. Yeah. My Meet Monica Velour co-star, Kim, Kim Cattrall. I don't think she could do it. Uh, no. Lorraine Bracco, Michelle Pfeiffer, Melanie Griffith, Sharon Stone. No, see, no, I don't see it. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they, they all radiate like strong businesswoman. That's not to say that they aren't in their lives loving mothers. Goldie but... Hawn, I think, could do it. Yeah, Goldie Hawn could have done it. Susan Sarandon, Demi Moore. Uh, Maybe Susan Sarandon. Yeah, I think Susan Sarandon could have done it. Maureen McCormick, isn't she Jan Brady? Yes. Okay. No, I don't see that. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie Bedelia, Elizabeth Perkins. Maybe Elizabeth Perkins? I don't know. Because, um, <laughs> so I watched the first, like, two seasons of Weeds, and she's on that show. Yeah. And she's the worst mom ever. <laughs> yeah. So I think my head is stuck there. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, she's, um, like, she's Wilma Flintstone, like, I, I don't think that she's incapable of being a loving mother on screen. Mm-hmm. But I think because I saw her in Weeds, even though it's after this, I'm like stuck there where I can't see her as. And uh, Morgan Fairchild. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hell to the no. Star of Flamingo Road, Morgan Fairchild. Wow. Yeah. No, I no. I really like this a lot. I'm, I'm very glad that you suggested it to me. Good. Yeah. I think it is a classic. Mm-hmm. It's one that... It is, yeah. I, I would probably want to buy on DVD just because I would like to see watch... See the extras. You know, if, especially if there's a commentary, I would really like to see the commentary Ooh. because there just is not a lot of information out there mm-hmm. other than, you know, yeah, Robin Williams riffed a lot and Chris Columbus shot with three cameras to get everyone's reactions oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But it just seems like that's the trivia over and over and over again. And I really would like to learn more Mm -hmm. about this. Lisa Jacob, who plays the oldest daughter, quit acting. Mm -hmm. She was expelled from high school during the filming of this because it took longer to film than anticipated. And Robin Williams wrote a letter to the high school like, hey, listen, she's getting life experience, which is such a rare opportunity mm-hmm. to learn real life yeah. at this age and she's such 
a joy. Like you can't expel her. You have to give her another chance. And the school was so touched by that, that they hung his letter in the school and still expelled her. Wow. Oh my yeah. God. That's she ended up right. graduating from a different high school altogether. Oh, well, yeah. that she, sounds right. She continued acting for a little bit and then she just got out of it. And I think she wrote a book about, you know, like, Hey, I, I'm in my thirties or whatever. And I willingly got, I willingly left Hollywood. And, yeah. Uh, now she does uh, like life coaching and teaches yoga and stuff like that. Oh, wow. And, yeah. Good on her. Yeah. Very cool. That's neat. And yeah, because she was really good in this, too. She like, was really good in this. Yeah, but... she's she's got to be very suspicious and, you know... She and Matthew Lawrence really have to be the bridge in this movie. Yeah. This is based on a book, and apparently it does stick very closely to the book, aside from the fact that in the book, the couple are already divorced. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Is there a comedy about divorce that you really like? <laughs> <laughs> Join us on our Facebook page and let us know. Um, I have a better one. Okay. Um, is there a movie that doesn't have a Hollywood ending that surprisingly made you like it more than if it would have had a Hollywood ending? Yeah, this is the exact opposite of the movie Smile for me. Yeah. Where throughout this, I was like, man, if they stick the landing. Mm-hmm then it could be it could go from being a good movie to a great movie where smile i was like i don't know if they stick the landing i may really like this and the fact that smile didn't mm -hmm. made me go yeah fuck this movie yeah <laughs> but, oh uh, yeah. yeah mrs doubtfire as far as i'm concerned did stick the movie so you're right yeah are there movies that have unconventional non-hollywood endings that you would really recommend please let us know in the yeah. facebook group well allison thank you again no problem and uh Instead of having Benji interrupt the middle of the show, we are going to go out on Benji singing Wheels on a Bus and then freestyling. <laughs> and then freestyling something. Yeah. It's very cute. He's our little Eminem. He's so adorable. Yeah. Yes. Well, I guess he's our little B&B. He's our little B&B. A little bed and breakfast. He sure is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. What do you want okay. to say? What do you want to say to everyone? I was a cricket. I was a bus all round and round. I always round and round. Up and down and all day you. I always day a boy. I was the day of a real. Very good. Great, baby. That Yay. was so good. <laughs> <laughs>